Welcome to Coach and Grow with V podcast. I'm your host, Virginie de Malavoie, and in this podcast, we'll explore different ways of becoming the best version of yourself through coaching and developing your inner self. Every month, we'll dive into new techniques and methods to help you change your perception, increase self-awareness, and ultimately feel better. Learning to become your best self is essential, and we'll discuss how it can lead to a deeper understanding of your strengths, weaknesses, and behavior patterns. Join us on this fascinating journey of self-discovery and growth. Welcome to the first episode of our podcast, Coach and Grow with V. My name is Virginie de Malavoie, and I'm thrilled to be your host today. Today is an important day for me as I'm recording my first podcast ever. It's me coming out to the world with, I hope, tons of tips and tricks on how to become the best version of yourself through coaching and developing your inner self. And we'll be exploring different aspects of this fascinating subject in each episode. So please bear with me. Each month, we will explore new ways and techniques that will help you change the perception of yourself, develop your self-awareness, and feel better. In this first episode, we'll be talking about how to flex your mental muscle. We'll also be laying the groundwork for the topics we'll be covering in future episodes. But first, a little bit about me. Born and raised in Paris, I had the opportunity to travel a lot in Europe and Asia, and also in the US when I was a kid, which definitely helped me become the person I am today. I started my professional journey in Europe and moved to Canada about 12 years ago. I've been interested in coaching and growth for almost a decade, and I have 20 years of experience in a fast-paced environment industry that is digital. I had a pretty standard career path. I started my career as an account manager, working for several Fortune 500 companies, and a few decades later, I became an executive at a global digital marketing agency. I consider myself a leader coach. I invest my time, my energy into developing individual team members. I also show them how their role plays a part in the larger team strategy. I believe that learning how to become the best version of yourself through coaching and developing your inner self is important for several reasons. And the main one is increasing self-awareness. By working on yourself, you gain a deeper understanding of your strengths, weaknesses, and patterns of behaviors. In this podcast, I hope to share my knowledge and insight with you and also learn from you guys in the comment sections. So sit back, relax, and let's dive into the first episode of our podcast. When I drafted this podcast, I promised myself not to talk about COVID, and I realized I needed to. A lot of human behaviors have changed since 2020. For many people, the pandemic has brought a new sense of trade-offs between protecting oneself and participating in social activities as part of daily life. Going to the gym, eating healthy food, and enjoying family time are no longer trends, but new habits that occurs over the course of the last three years. What about the me time? It's not just spending time on your own. It's about being present with yourself, mind, and body. Me-time is defined as the conscious effort of taking much-needed time out to recharge your batteries. Does that ring a bell? Me-time is also a component of reconnecting with yourself and becoming the best version of who you are by taking care of, guess who? Yourself. It can be linked to improving mental health and the opportunity to reconnect with oneself. It provides an opportunity to take a break from the stresses and demands of daily life and focus on one's own needs and desire. When we regularly take time for ourselves, we may experience decreased levels of stress, anxiety, and depression. We may also feel more centered, grounded, and in touch with our emotions and needs. How many of you can relate that as woman, leader, mom, wife, me moments are unusual? Do you remember the last time when you thought about yourself first before thinking about your kids, your work? I feel you. 
Now, why is it so much important to reconnect with oneself or to manage your mind literally? Number one, it increases self-awareness. By working on yourself, you gain a deeper understanding of your strengths, weaknesses, and patterns of behavior. This self-awareness helps you make better decisions and set more realistic goals. It also improves relationship. When you learn how to become the best version of yourself, you become more confident, empathetic, and compassionate. These qualities help you build better relationships with others, both personally and professionally. Managing your mind also increases happiness and fulfillment. Developing your inner self can help you find meaning and purpose in your life. When you live a life that is aligned with your values and goals, you are more likely to experience happiness and fulfillment. But don't get me wrong, it won't mean you will be happy all the time. No. I will talk about that specifically later on in this podcast. The first reason why it is important to reconnect with yourself is to become more resilient. Life is full of challenges and setbacks. When you have a strong inner foundation, you are better equipped to handle adversity and bounce back from setbacks. And last but not least, you will improve your performance. When you're your best self, you're more likely to perform at your highest level in all areas of your life. Whether it's in your career, personal relationships, or hobbies, you will be able to achieve more and reach your full potential. Isn't it common sense? It is, but in reality, in what I call the real world, it's not so easy to apply. If I take a look at my own experience, it has been quite a journey. Being a woman and the leader in organizations mostly managed by men, it's tough. The famous boss club. I've been lucky enough to be also surrounded by superwoman and I'm really grateful for that. The superwoman topic is something that drained me a lot. I will create a dedicated podcast around that. That being said, I truly believe that we don't control our destiny. We can prevent depression, we can prevent a toxic environment, and we can even prevent burnout. Only if we take the time to step back and breathe. One of the best teams I ever led always made fun of me when I asked them a question during meetings, when the pressure is on, the deadlines were tight. Are you guys breathing? That is exactly it. Let's take some time to breathe and be grounded. Over the years, I've been working a lot on my inner self and how I can be a better person, not to satisfy the others, but just for me. Here are some tips I could share. I'm a huge believer in thinking about future plans, something that excites me, something I can think about when I'm down, something that brings positive energy. What's the plan in one year, in 10 years? Is it for you, your next professional chapter, your transition from an industry to another, or just your next vacation break? Who and where do you want to be in one year, 10 years from now? The notion of time management is important for all of us. We have this time on the planet. Think about a time when it serves your life, not where it serves other. The second tip is Friday are done, Monday hour one. It's a concept I learned about 10 years ago while I was struggling to prioritize things. It's a simple concept that enables you to end your week on a good note. Wrap up everything, make sure the key tasks, project, course are done so you can add to the weekend lighter. Then comes Monday and you get a fresh start by listing all the things you have to do. This concept can be applied in all aspects of your life, personal, professional. It's a three-step process that starts with the to-do thought download. Take a piece of paper or your connected device to be able to reproduce the data flow between your brain and your fingers. Laptops are not considered there. You need to write things down. It has to become a discipline. It is good for you. On that sheet of paper, list what you want to do, what you don't want to do, what you have to do, what you need to do, all of it. 
Step two, list the obstacles on your way. What will prevent you from doing this? Or is there anything you can eliminate from that list? Step number three, put it together. This is your to-do list. Anything else that would pop up during the week should be delayed or added to the next week's to-do. Once you're clear on your to-do list, you will feel relieved and ready to tackle what you have to tackle. Once you know what you have to do based on your to-do list, then comes the time to actually do it. Author Brian Tracy wrote a book that was a game changer for me, Eat That Frog. That is the name of the book. Describes how to achieve work-life balance by conquering procrastination and getting your most important work done. Start your day by eating your biggest frog. It could be getting ready for the upcoming board meeting or the upcoming client pitch and also getting ready for the party you're hosting the next weekend. Once you're done with that frog, you will be accomplished. This is done. Next. That's also a moment where you will experience different emotions. I think that allowing positive emotions and negative emotions in your life is key. It's the emotional balance. Our life can be 100% happy all the time. At least, I don't think so. We have to experience different kinds of feelings to cherish the really good ones. Someone once told me it's a 50-50. 50% of your life will be positive and 50% will be a challenge. This tends to be true for me. When you're getting ready for your next interview, your next board meeting, or your next back half briefing, you might be nervous. You will also want to procrastinate and eat that frog later. This is also real life, and that's okay. Try to analyze the cause. Then why are you even considering dealing the work on that specific task or project? Now, what about the unconditional self-love? You're going to make mistakes and hurt people's feelings. It's part of human life. Have compassion for yourself and allow yourself to embrace things that make you happy, that make you smile, or that make you proud of yourself. You should be your number one fan. To take yourself to the next level, you have to be the beginner of that next level. If everything needs to be perfect, you will never be. Flex that mental muscle like your other muscle. It is as much important. I've heard about the expression around epic fails. We should all experience one epic fail every day. Trust me, I've experienced tons of epic fails throughout my 20 years in digital. If we take the example of famous people before their success, some of the world's most highly successful people experienced epic failure. We celebrate their success, but often overlook the path that got them there, a path that is often marked with failure. J.K. Rowling now reflects on her early failures and said, it's impossible to live without failing at something unless you live so cautiously that you might as well not have lived at all, in which case you fail by default. Rowling was a broke, depressed, divorced single mother who simultaneously wrote a novel while studying. It's hard to believe, but at some point publisher rejected Harry Potter. So sad. Or the famous Chicago Bulls basketball player, Michael Jordan, who said, I've missed more than 9,000 shots in my career. I've lost almost 300 games. 26 times I've been trusted to take the game-winning shot and missed. I failed over and over and over again in my life. And that is why I succeed. See, it happens to the best of us. Before we wrap up, I just want to say a few words. Mental health is about being an exceptional human being, bringing my positivity to a negative environment. I'm deciding whether it is a positive or a negative environment. Personal growth is a lifelong journey that requires self-reflection, self-awareness, and continuous learning. 
Coaching can be a valuable tool for individuals seeking to improve their personal and professional lives, and it can help them develop the skills and mindset necessary to achieve their goals. Developing your inner self involves understanding your values, beliefs, and priorities, and aligning your actions with them. This requires taking responsibility for your own growth and being willing to make changes to improve yourself. Ultimately, becoming the best version of yourself is a process that requires dedication, hard work, and a willingness to take risks and learn from your experiences. Here comes the end for today. I want to thank you guys. Your support has been amazing, and I'm grateful for each and every one of you. Thank you for being a part of my podcasting journey. Have a wonderful day. Thank you for tuning in to Coach and Grow With Me podcast. I hope you enjoy our discussion on coaching and developing your inner self. Don't forget to subscribe and leave a review to let us know your thoughts. If you have any questions or suggestions for future topics, feel free to reach out to me on social media channels. Remember, becoming your best self is a journey and I'm here to support you every step of the way. So keep growing and evolving and I'll see you on the next episode.